0: Thank you for tuning in to the Preferable Podcast, hosted by me, Jaden Watkins. This is season two, episode 11, Using My Gift Wisely. Today, I have a special guest, Lemuel L. Ellie. Remember that the Preferable Podcast releases a new episode every two weeks on audio or podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and many other platforms. This is season two, episode 11, Using My Gift Wisely. Thank you for tuning in to the Preferable Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jaden Watkins. Today, I'm ready to discuss how I can, how uh, we can use our gifts wisely, With special guest Lemuel L. Ellie. Lemuel L Ellie is 41 years old from Henderson, North Carolina. He went to Southern Vance High School, class of 1999. He went to Elizabeth City State University and played football. He graduated college in 2004 with Criminal Justice. Now he has a show titled The Encouraging Word on Facebook Live every Tuesday and Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Hello, LaMail. How are you? I'm doing well. How you doing, man? Good. Thank you for accepting this invitation to be on this podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, man. All things as well. That's good. That's good. So I read your bio. Could you tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: Yes. My name is Lemuel L. Ely. Uh, I'm the, the son of Wanda and Lemuel Ely, the grandson of the late Bishop Johnny Austin and Geneva, Austin. Uh, I am a, a, what you would call a third-generational preacher. Um, I, yes, as you stated in my my bio, that I do have the, the encouraging word. Um, as currently as we speak, um, I'm a member of the Churches of the Apostolic Revival in Durham, North Carolina, where my pastor is, Apostle John Bennett. And um, there I do several things, well, I have done several things for musicians to just been all around God, cleaning up now. Now I'm in charge of the media at the church, and um, that's pretty much. I do a lot of a lot of a mm-hmm. lot of things, man. I have a big heart, man. I just try to help out people, man. And my thing is to give glory to God. Oh, by the way, I'm from Henderson, North Carolina. If you want to say that, mm-hmm. uh, I got brothers and sisters, and
0: you know, and so on and so on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so first on this podcast, we like to get to more. We like to. Uh, feel more of who you are and usually sometimes we feel more of who you are by asking what's your favorite scripture or body verse so my question to you is lemuel what is your favorite scripture or body verse um my favorite scripture or bible
1: verse was the it was it would be psalms i think psalms 119 verse 8 and say it was good that i was afflicted that i may learn the statues of his ways and Sometimes we have to go through certain afflictions to know who God really is, you know. And, um, yeah, it was good that I was afflicted, <laughs> yes.
0: And that's that's a unique one. Usually, when guests comes on this podcast, you know, they say some of the um, same ones, like the Lord is my strength, um, or I'm a paraphrase, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. I'm the lender, not the bar, the head, and I or so on, so on, you know, more the ones we use. That is one. That we don't really use as often or we don't care as often. Could you go into a little more detail why well, that one? Well, actually,
1: you know, um growing up and doing different things, you know, I couldn't always do what everyone else done. Um, I was kind of like the the eight ball of the family. And when I start preaching, you know what I'm saying, it was I kind of I felt like it was the hard road, you know. It was just like, okay, I had to go through all this all this and all that to get anywhere and like even currently i just feel like i'm i'm always in the continuous fight but yet i'm learning who god is yet i'm, I'm keeping going and yet yet you know god has opened things up so you know sometimes by going through things it just it don't only it don't you know you can't see it as a as a bad thing but the bible said it was good that you was afflicted and the thing is though that the good is good think about what god said god said in the beginning he said when well, he created things everything he said and that was good and the bible mm-hmm. said all things work together for the good so yeah. it's all good when you are afflicted. It's all good when you go go through things because your the Bible said we overcome by the word, by the blood of the Lamb and your testimony. We are we are overcome by your testimony. So I feel encouraged to tell people, look, it, it's okay. You gonna go through something. You, mm-hmm. you might have to go through the crawling stage, you may have to go through different wars, but just hold on, keep going. Don't give up. Whatever you do, stand strong. God got you because it's something greater coming on the other end if you endure for the bible said the bible say um if you faint not you can't faint in this season you got you got to stand strong you know it, it be um what is what it how it go uh you know um um i can't think of the verse right now if you if you faint not you know um uh, i can't think of it right now cuz you caught me off guard but, uh, <laughs> but uh but but uh, if you faint not you know you can't faint in this season you got to stand strong so that's that
0: yes yes uh, the Bible verse is Galatians six. Yes, nine, nine. You, 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 you. Um, and, and well doing for you shall reap if you faint not.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew it was coming somewhere. It's down in there. was <laughs>
0: coming out somewhere. Yes, and for those, I'm gonna say the whole Bible verse because this may help someone. Galatians six nine. Let us not become weary and well in doing good. For as the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And I just read right. on the NIV. That's from the NIV version. Yes. <clears throat> so let us move along. Now, as we get into the depths of this episode, using my gift wisely, um, Google's de- I'm going to give you a, uh, some definitions right quick. Uh, Google's definition of gift is a natural ability or talent. Uh, Wikipedia definition of spiritual gift reads that in 1 Corinthians 12, two Greek terms are translated as spiritual gifts. From these um, scriptural passages, Christians understand the spiritual gifts to be enablements or capacities that are divinely bestowed upon individuals because they are freely given by God. These cannot be earned. So I like that last one is talk about uh, cannot be earned. That if God placed a gift on your life, it's your job to say, yes, Lord, and do what he tells you to do so your um, gift can be useful. Uh-huh. Um, uh What gift do you believe that God placed on your life? I
1: have the gift of, of I have several gifts. But uh-huh. the main one that a lot of people that I start to use now is the the gift of um the evangelistical part, gift of me, you know, when I mean the evangelistical part is that I have a heart for people, I have a heart for souls, mm-hmm. I have a heart for 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 you know for for various things, and like my biggest thing is now is that. Um, I have the heart for the kingdom of God to advance it to the next level, to to take it to where it's supposed to go. You know, I, as a preacher, I believe things that most people don't believe. You know, um, like, for example, I believe in the miracle signs and wonders, but I believe that the miracle signs and wonders that I, I kind of look at is like the unbelievable thing, the, the things that the doctors say that it can't happen. You know, I mean, yeah cancer yeah yeah we we can you can hear cancer through science medicine i'm talking about if somebody have a hand cut off of their arm cut off and you pray for them and the hand come back and the arm come back i look at stuff like that and, and like my my, my gifting is gathering my gifting is encouraging people my gift is 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 the gift of the. if you know what evangelist evangelist okay. evangelist he's the guy that gathers the people if you go by the five four minutes you go to apostle prophet evangelist and like the the apostle, he's he's more like the he more like the uh, what you would call it, the 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 centerpiece. He kind of like builds the found you know, give us the foundation to work. Then you have the prophet to give direction, then you have the the, the evangelist that give that gathers, that does the gathering. You know, they gather people in order for the the the, 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 the pastors to come into play and the teachers because you need pastors and teachers to come in play. So you got you know got the Bible said God gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastor, teachers. Mm-hmm. And everybody, you know, we have seen throughout the years, we have seen the 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 we have seen the the pastor, we have seen the the era of the teachers, we have seen the era of the of the of the of the prophets. And we have seen the errors of apostles, but the main thing that I look at for us all of them is that the evangelist he does the most dirtiest work. You know, he 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 out there. She he out there. Uh, on uh, compelling people to come in. He's out mm-hmm. there. He's out there <laughs> preaching. He has to be. De- he has to be delivered himself. He has to be one hundred percent used by God. And that goes back to what my other saying was that it was good that I afflicted because I feel like my different afflictions that I have been through, my things that I've been through in life has prepared me for this time such as this to really go out and evangelize, really go out there and help people, really go out there in my community and say, hey, you can make it. You know, look, i I grew up, I have, you know, I grew up, I grew up fairly good with both parents and all that good stuff. But I got off course, man. I got off course. And when I say I got off course, I got off course, man. And uh, you know, I let you in the little background, you know, I wind up, you know, with a college degree, I wind up going to jail and I wind mm-hmm. up, you know, doing some stupid stuff, but God brought me through it all to here to tell you, hey, you know, you can make it. You still can you still can come out of nothing to something. But yeah. you got you got you got to be willing to to go through the process of being, as they would say, being made. <laughs>
0: Yes. Yes. That's, that's, that is good. Um, well, uh, uh, good story. Now I want to get more into the depths of, um, you know, you went to college, and your bio states that you went to college for cr- criminal justice and graduated from college in two thousand four. That is something that did not happen a lot in Henderson, North Carolina, and and, and you know you had to make pretty you had to make pretty good grades, and that might have been also one of your gifts uh, that you could understand education and what was being taught easily. Um, often in North Carolina. Uh, that is not something that would happen that in 2004 uh, that mm. African American went to uh, what, what college did you say you went to? Elizabeth City State University. Yes, or a college university, period, or just in North Carolina in general. What was your experience like applying for that college?
1: Um, first of all, I have to give a
0: huge shout out.
1: I got to say this. I gotta give a huge shout out to my parents, uh, Lemuel and Wanda. Um, I'll tell you the backstory to this real quick. Um, my mom and dad grew up two different two different areas. My gra- my father grew up in Gates County, which is the countryside of North Carolina on the east coast on the east side east the east side of North Carolina. My mama grew up right here in Henderson. Um, she was the father. Uh, she was the she was the daughter of a bishop. My daddy was the father, came out of two different, you know, came out of a split home. His mom went one way, and dad went one way, left them when he was five, and mom went this way. And my dad often telling me about how he grew up, how he grew up. I'm saying this story just to get to the point. Mm. Um, how he grew how he grew up in the tobacco field. He had to work for 25 cents, he had to work for 25 cents, 35 cent, mm-hmm. and he, you know, helped his mother out, paid his way through college and you know, he met my mom in Henderson while he had a job there at Henderson Social Security office. And them two collided, and they made five wonderful kids. Um, and we all, actually, we all, you know, my dad did what he had to do. My mom did what they had to do to make sure we were successful. And, you know, I even seen my father sometimes walk around with busted shoes just to make sure we had Jordans because he will not let his kids get talked about. And my father, you know, we all did what we supposed to do. Grew up in a, in a, fear, in a fearing, God-fearing house. So, uh-huh. you know, mom and daddy did that job. They put their backside on you. So, you know, they had a standard. Hey, you know, my kid's going to be better than this. You know what I'm saying? Have a standard. Uh-huh. And they disciplined us. And next thing you know, you know, we all, all five of us wind up going to Liberty City State University. And uh-huh. all five of us wind up graduating. So even applying was kind of, it wasn't really that difficult because my father went there. And my brother went there, and at the time, he was SGA president. So, you know, it was, you know, he was SGA president, and my sister was there. My other sister was there. So, you know, applying and actually getting in was, was not that difficult. But I still had to do what I had to do, like get the grades and all that other stuff to, uh, to actually make it. And, uh, you know, I had a crew of people that helped me get through college. I ain't going to sit here like, because I was violent. <laughs> so I had a crew. I had a crew. You know, I had a crew. But mm-hmm. you know, it's that, it's that it was that 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 that, um, that support team that really helped me push through college to get what I get to get the degree that I have, which is a criminal justice psychologist. And you know, I'm grateful that that I was able to get through that. And uh-huh. you know, it was other people that had a chance to go to college, man. And you know, some of them didn't go, and you know, for for whatever reason. But you know, I think that's one of the best experiences I ever had in my life: going to school, going to college.
0: Wow, <laughs> good story. Um, Now, you talked about how, you know, going to college a, at a young age, uh, at one of the earliest age possible. Um, Did you ever get talked about or uh, people would be jealous, like you from Henderson, you going to college, you one of the only few people who is graduating from this class and going to this college or college or university, period. Did you ever get talked about? Did you feel like uh, you did not, those people who you thought would support you didn't actually support you? Friends you thought were congratulated, you did, uh, were jealous over you. Did you ever feel that way? Um, to a certain degree,
1: yes and no, because I had a support team of, of, you know, my, my local church, you know what I'm saying, which is at that time was greater ransom. We're the Cross Temple. Um, they supported us. They pushed us. However, um, I did get the ones that was back home and like, oh y'all think y'all better than everybody because you know y'all going to college or y'all this and y'all that. Um, there are two things you get every day when you wake up: a chance and a choice. And the choice you make after you get it, get your chance, you got to live with it.
0: Mm. That's deep, right? <laughs> uh-huh. That's deep, right? Uh huh. Is, 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 yes, it's your choice. It's your choice. It's your
1: choice. It's your choice. You get two of them. You get a chance and a choice. And the choice you make after you get your chance, you got to live with it. Mm. You know, and, you know, I just want to curse somebody. Every We got a chance every day we wake up. You know what I'm saying? We got a chance to live, we got a chance yeah. to breathe. You know, we got a chance to get things together Then we ain't have a chance to get things together yesterday. You know mm. what I'm saying? So, you know, we 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 have a we have a we have a we have a choice, but we also have a chance to get it right too. So, you mm. know, that's my thing. And um, you know, I, I love my city of Henderson, and trust me, I already told you me and you are gonna definitely get together and we're gonna we're gonna make a big impact on Henderson, man, because you know that's our city, that's where I'm from, mm. and um, I definitely want to use my gift. Yes. To to make an impact on in Henderson,
0: yes, yes. Um, to some, to uh, close this episode out in the next few uh, minutes, uh, one question that I really wanted to ask you was: uh, What we both come from a low income community and high crime rate community. What vision do you have for our community, Henderson, NC, and what are you doing to make that vision come to life? one of my biggest one of the biggest things that I see in Henderson uh
1: and I'm gonna go biblical on you I got to go biblical on this mm-hmm. uh in the book of Genesis the Bible said God created Adam first right he created the man first and when that created man he gave them he gave him all the authority what to do and then he created a woman and you know he told the woman to be the man help me to create what God had actually had God told him told them the assignment that God gave them, right? Yeah. However, through, the t- through time and through the, 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 the iniquity of the, the devil, you know, we have got off course big time to where we got, to where we at now. We're in a mess. The whole world in a mess. What I'm looking to do and um, is to establish the relationship with a man, with men, you know, um, you know the 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 Bible said, "Oh that men should, oh that men that shall pray." He didn't say women; he said men that pray. So what I'm what I want to do in my city of Henderson to 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 really try to get it back on track is to start with the man first. Start with but, the family. Start me, with the man. I'm gonna
0: ask you this. Okay, was it ever on track? No, it had been off so, track yeah. since so, it's been it, off. Go ahead. Yeah, it's been
1: off track since, since forever, because even it started with the government, when the government pulled, when the men went to war, the government started giving women money to, to take care of their kids and all that good stuff, and they said, hey, you can't come to the, now, let me tell you the, 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 what I have learned. If you really look at most projects, you have most women in the projects, right? You really don't have a lot of men, you have a lot of women, right. but the men go in there and sow their raw Oats, now you get these kids. Right now, you get these kids. They see the mama got three or four boyfriends coming in and out of the house. Next thing you know, a baby pop up. Next thing you know, these kids learn this behavior, so they think it's okay when they get old to live in the project, to be get pregnant and do all this other stuff. And it's a repeated process. Mm-hmm. But I, I look at it like this: if we can get our men together and we can go and combat the men, right? It starts mm-hmm. with the men. I believe the women, the kids, all, were coming, all of them would come. All of us come back. To, to doing what we're supposed to do, you know, for God and for our community. But we have to start with the man. And the reason why the reason why I say the man, because the pressure is on the man. Like, even society put a lot of pressure on us. Even the black man, you know, put a lot of pressure on us. But we have to withstand the time and just say, you know what, we're going to do what we got to do to save our save our community. Because if you ever see a, a strong-based family. Now, I love the women. Don't get a twist, and I'm not talking about them at all. But if you look you look at a strong based family, somewhere around that man was strong in that family. <laughs> he was strong. You know, he he stayed the test of time. He didn't leave. He didn't quit. He didn't run around, took care of responsibility, and did what he had to do. And I, I my, my thing is though with the, with the far as Henderson in the community is that I want to start with the men first. And there we get good. them on track. I believe we can get the women on track, we can get the kids on track.
0: And mm-hmm. we can do some good things. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and I know I have listeners outside of North Carolina, um, so I do want to say the same thing can goes for your community as well, to yes, help the men, um, be leaders, get back on the right path, and like you, like you said in in the quote, that is your choice. So mm-hmm. we can be on this podcast all day. You could be on this podcast all day. Talk about I'ma do this. I'm gonna do that. But we have to learn to stick to our word and not just say, I'ma do this or do that, but actually make steps to do it because it's not gonna be easy. It's not gonna you know be a one event, I'm gonna do this one event and I'm gonna and things gonna change. No, it's gonna be have to go around and around. Not just you will have to play uh, you know, other people. Will have to draw other people, other males in as well. So, to other leaders who may be listening right now, um, it's not just going to be, I'm going to do this one event and then it's going to explode and things going to change. It's going to be a working progress. Working progress. Yes. So, I want to uh, leave with this last question. Um, Ellie, what legacy do you want to leave behind? Wow. Wow, that is a great, great.
1: That is that is a great, great question. What legacy do I would like to leave behind? The legacy that, um, no matter what, I did not quit. Um, I did what I felt in my heart to do, no matter what anybody said. And the most legacy I want to leave. Is that my family know who God is and they save, they sanctify, Holy Ghost filled, five baptized, you know, so we can carry this thing on and and, and, and and have a good family, you know. That that's the main thing, having a good family, because the 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 good book says that you know that 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 is where well, I'm paraphrasing it, is wow. is a, a good father leaving a heritage to his church and church and they ain't always about money. It could be the inheritance of God, you know, leaving who God is, their, their recipe for success, yeah. you know. And, and that's what I want to do. At the end of the day, I want to be here. I want to leave this life knowing that I've been fulfilled, knowing I did what God called me to do. And I did it well and I did it great. I did it with a bang, you
0: know. <laughs> yes. Wow. That's 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 a legacy. Uh, thank you, Ellie. Um <laughs> For being this episode special guest. Is there anything else that you would like to say? And are there any social media handles that you have for the listeners to say connected with you?
1: Yes. If you want to um, um, join me on social media, I come on every Tuesday and Thursday. Um I have you can look me up on Facebook at the encouraging word network. It's the encouraging word network. We come on every Tuesday and Thursday at 6:30. Uh, I'm going to start doing a morning show now, um, early in the morning, um, on, on the same thing. You can look me up um, on Instagram, the encouraging word, and you can find me there, and you can find me actually on uh, uh, on regular Facebook, <laughs> under, under Lemuel, L-E-L-E-L, that's L-E-M-U-E-L-L-E-L-E-Y, you can yeah. find me there, Just just hit me up, hit me in my inbox. Man, I'm I'm available. I'm for I'm, I'm for booking, I preach, I teach, I come in and help your community, I do whatever it takes to, to, to see you to the next level. Mm-hmm. And if I want to leave you, you know, with the, a nice encouraging word, I would tell you this. Let us work while it's day, for night coming and no man can work. Night is mm-hmm. if you really look at this world, night is definitely coming. The Bible said night should come. I know it's talking about you know as far as death, but I'm talking about the night of man is coming, uh-huh. and the Lord is soon to return. So I would say the mind courage word is find your Bible-based home, find your good church home, find you, find, find your yeah, a good church home, Bible-based home. Get yourself into God. You know, I know everybody got this question about God. That's another subject another day, but God is real, and you got to have that experience with him to know that he's real. So I would say to stay encouraged. Keep on going. If you got to crawl, if you got to crawl, you got to you got do crawl, belly, belly worm, whatever you got to do to, to keep going. Just keep going. Don't give up. Don't you ever give up. Keep yourself in fighting truth.
0: Okay. So that's my encouraging word to you today. <laughs> yes, wonderful, wonderful. Um, I'm gonna leave by saying this: God has an appointed, t- appointed time to fulfill the visions, dreams, and desires in your heart. Just because it has taken a long time, or because you tried and failed, doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Don't give up on those dreams. Don't be complacent about pursuing what God has placed in your heart. Our God is a faithful God. No matter how long it's been, no matter um, how impossible things look, if you'll stay in faith, your appointed time is coming. To listeners, remember every dream that's in your heart, every promise that has taken to a root. God is in there. God is in that dream. Um, This was from him. And not only that, but he has every intention of bringing it to pass. Hold on to that vision today by declaring, My time is come. God is working behind the scenes on my behalf. I will fulfill my destiny. As you continue to hold on to that vision and speak life over your dreams, you'll see them begin to take shape. You'll see your faith grow, you'll see your hope strengthen, and you'll see yourself step into the destiny God has prepared prepared for you. So God be the glory. Again, thank you for being this episode's special guest. Thank you to everyone for tuning in to the Preferable Podcast. Please tune in to the Preferable Podcast for new episodes every two weeks. Order my next Debbie book, Higher Heights. The past is behind me and the future is before me on all major booksellers websites. Please follow my Facebook which is Janet Watkins or go to my Instagram which is I am Jaden Watkins. Please share, share, share this podcast and share this episode. This is the end of season 2 episode 11. I'm your host Jaden Watkins saying I will and never stop making this world more preferable. God bless you.